Hello people, welcome to the Tactical Dad Podcast. I'm your host Matthew Cook and I am a husband, a father of two children and now a tactical dad. I'm a novice shooter, a beginner in survival and general prepping. However, I do have the ambition of becoming a competitive shooter one day. And so I'm spending countless hours with expert coaches trying to accelerate my knowledge and skills, my marksmanship in this industry. With that being said, as a newbie to this whole world, this is a podcast dedicated to my journey and I really hope to help all those new gun owners along the way. Let's get into it. Welcome to the Tactical Dad Podcast. I'm your host, Matthew Cook, and I am the Tactical Dad. Today, I am joined with my firearms instructor, my shooter, who is an incredible person and is really helping me get better at shooting, improving my skills, and more importantly, my knowledge on the whole industry. Tim Owens from OS Tactical. How's it going, Tim? It's going very well. Thank you for having me, Matthew. No worries. Thank you for joining me. So just give, we keep these podcasts short and sweet anyway, but go ahead and just give us a little bit of a, a background on who you are so my listeners can can get a, a brief synopsis on you. Sure. Uh, well, uh, my name is Tim Owens and I own OSS Tactical out of Noonan, Georgia, and I'm retired military and retired police officer. I've been a firearms instructor for approximately 40 years. I've attended numerous schools and everything. Um, don't know everything, but I uh, try to share all the knowledge I have with people that come to me to make them better and safer. Sweet. Well, you, I think you just you, the last thing you just said then is great because that gives us a great segue into what we're going to talk today, which is what a lot of new gun owners and new shooters are really mm-hmm. focused on in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And I know I was because I have chilled a wife and kids and gun safety so keeping people exactly so um and i know there's for i remember our first lesson like we sat down you gave me a handout and like the gun safety was like top priority focused on on doing things safely so can you give us i know there's everyone has i guess their own number of rules but i feel like this is kind of universal with with shooting that there are certain rules that everybody knows and should know can you just go through some some basic gun safety with us i'd be happy to and you're you're exactly right um firearms trainers throughout the nation teach the four cardinal rules of firearm safety and those rules should be at the forefront of everybody's mind every time they're around any firearm whatsoever and uh, you know just like the class that you took with me that's that's the way i start my classes out um the four cardinal rules of firearm safety are, I'm just going to tell you what they are. They're first and foremost, you treat all firearms as if they're always loaded. Always keep the muzzle of the firearm pointed in a safe direction. Keep your finger outside of the trigger guard until the weapon's pointed at the target and you have decided to fire. And then always be sure of your target and what is beyond it. Um, you know, whether it's a, a, loaded, a, a live gun, a training gun, a piece of wood that shape you treat it like a real gun. You can never be too safe. Uh, you know, to go a little bit more in depth with it, uh, you know, keeping the muzzle of the firearm pointed in a safe direction. You just want to make sure that wherever your gun is pointed, if it were to negligently discharge, uh, 
you wouldn't harm anything. Uh, the most commonly violated rule is keeping your finger outside of the trigger guard mm-hmm. of the of the weapon. That was um, always it, my issue. I, rem- I, still have the, <laughs> I still remember. I see some videos still on my phone and on social. It's like, take your finger off the trigger. Take your finger off the trigger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> it, it, it's just, it, it, it's natural for people to do that. Uh, you know, I mean, that's firearms manufacturers. They put a trigger on there so the weapon will function. And we all know that's what that's for. So that's what we do. We pick up a gun and we, we put our finger on the trigger. You have to break yourself of that habit, uh, you know, so that you don't get your finger your finger in the trigger and cause it to negligently discharge, uh, you know. And then the last one is just, you know, be sure if your target was beyond it. And that's just nothing more than a, identifying your your target or your threat. Uh, yeah. But I I tell everybody that you you simply cannot be too safe with a firearm. Um, when people become, uh, you know, just kind of a lazy attitude towards it um then that's when bad things happen yeah i remember you showed me a video of um uh a video you found of uh putting the gun um the uh, firearms in. it was at, it was an instructor i think you showed me a video of an instructor firearms instructor who he wasn't too focused on where he was pointing the gun and he shot himself in the leg exactly yeah it was a, trigger, uh, so like he broke a couple of them rules and he's an instructor yeah, it was a, a DEA agent. Uh, he was actually teaching a gun safety class to a classroom full of children, approximately ages 8 to 13. And he let the slide go forward without – he failed to clear the weapon properly and took the magazine out, still had a round in the chamber, let the slide go forward, and then put his finger on the trigger and pressed the trigger. Why he decided to put press the trigger, I have no idea, but he did literally shoot himself in the foot. Uh, there, there are so many videos out there of people having negligent discharges. Um, it, it's just unbelievable. So. Yeah, that's why you mentioned uh, knowing what's beyond the target. Because <clears throat> I, I was reading something. This was only a few days ago. Actually, I was reading something a few days ago about home defense and like putting together a plan for. for this is probably another podcast episode. But since you, it, you mentioned beyond the target, it, it in this. Uh, in this article I was reading, it was like it was telling us that a lot of the houses that we live in now, the you know, the the drywall, there's not much between the drywall. It's not like it's made out of a ton of bricks throughout the house. Like the structure of a home, typically a bullet is going to go straight through it. So knowing, even though you're you're in a home, you should really know what's beyond. Um, what's beyond that because it's gonna a bullet's like it's it's gonna go through most of the things right or a lot at least a lot of things that you're pointing at the bullet's gonna go through it so you got to know what's on the other side that that's that's a great point and you know i i mentioned that to my students that come to me is that uh you know even in your home you have to know the layout of it because and you know um, bullets will penetrate four or five layers of drywall. So, you know, if you if you press the trigger and you miss your intended target, that bullet's going to continue to travel through multiple layers of drywall. And you could inadvertently or mistakenly shoot your pet, hopefully not, you know, one of your other family members, but it is possible to do that. Mm. You're right. Because well, as soon as I read that, I was like, Holy cow! If I walk out of my bedroom, if 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 there was an intruder or there was a threat that entered our home, 
both my children's bedrooms and as I walk out of my bedroom door <clears throat> and where somebody could be positioned walking up the stairs or coming around the corner or down the hallway if I mm -hmm. like it would one a, a certain position one would go into my daughter's bedroom right and I was like oh I never never even considered that Yep, that's uh, yeah, and that that's a that's a decision that people have to make. Uh, you know, when they're choosing a, a firearm for home defense, um, you know, and um, yeah, and again, maybe another podcast subject, but um, you know, handguns might not necessarily be the the best choice for home defense. So there are other platforms that you can use that will mitigate some of that risk for if you miss your intended target as far as drywall penetration or going through other other objects and so. that, that sounds like a great podcast episode right there because we get it, it was interesting i found did some other research yes this was yesterday geez this is this is great oh this is coming up now a lot of uh since 2020 to now the s uh, uh some uh, nssf or uh, some organization that collects a lot of data and, re and does a lot of research in the industry mm -hmm. um found that there are a lot more sales of rifle ammunition. Like they yep. are climbing disproportionately in comparison to other ammunition. And the sale of rifles, AR-15, so like the sale of that gun is, being, uh, is starting to dwarf the, the growth in sales for other types of guns. And then they did further research and found that now the number, at least from 2020 to now, the number one reason people have been uh, are saying that they are purchasing a gun because a lot of them are new gun owners is for home right so that so what they it conclude they concluded that a lot of people that are new are buying a gun for home defense like they're not doing it to go hunting or or to to become like a competitive shooter and do it for just the fun of it they're buying it for home defense they're buying rifles and they're buying rifle ammunition that's what's happening, and it's interesting you say that that might not be the best, you know, that might not be the, an ideal home defense. Uh, there's right. all, not, not that that might not be an ideal home defense weapon, but there are other options that can make yeah. some of those other possible outcomes. Well, what, what, one of the, uh, you know, moving on a little bit more away from safety, but still kind of on the topic of safety with, with that, um, you know, talking about uh, pistol versus a rifle for home defense, uh, you know, again, pistol ammo, ammo will overpenetrate, go through several layers of drywall, like we mentioned earlier. Mm. Um, the AR-15, that ammo um, is designed to break apart when it strikes an object. So there's, in my opinion, there's a few really good reasons for having an AR-15 for home defense. One is the um, the amount of ammo that you, you can have in your magazine versus a pistol magazine. Um, secondly is that you have over you, you don't have the over penetration issue to worry about because the ammo is designed to break apart when it strikes an object. And then last, the AR platform is very, very easy to shoot for anybody. Um, so, you know, there, there's a lot of good reasons. I don't know if you're familiar with... Uh, uh, Masad Ayub, but he's uh, very well known in the firearms industry internationally. Uh, just uh, the guy is phenomenal. Um, I'm gonna do, I'm he, gonna, oh. 
Yeah, he um, he, he believes that the AR-15 is one of the, the, the best home defense platforms there is. And and I agree with him. And, and again, you know, because of, you know, my experience and knowing what I know, you know, the, the over-penetration from the, the pistol rounds versus the AR rounds, you, you mitigate that risk. So um, Inter- that's good to know. That's interesting. Because I, 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 th- I mentioned on a podcast of, uh, the other week that I think I would – I've been shooting my because I have a new AR. That's what we'll. That's what I'll be bringing <laughs> to our next lesson. <laughs> as yeah. Well as yeah. But um, just shooting at the range, like I feel more comfortable with it. I feel like I'm more accurate with it. I feel like mm-hmm. I can maneuver it quite well, and the recoil on it is like nothing. Exactly. I was, yeah. it, it, I was really surprised shooting it. Like, wow, this feels this feels really easy. They're 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 very easy very easy to shoot. They're you know minimal recoil like like you talked about, and then you get the added bonus of whether you have a twenty or a thirty round magazine. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's it, it's a great platform uh, just for basically any use that you wanted wanted to use it for. I mean you know you if you if you hunt you can use it to hunt. Um, you know you can use it for self defense, and it, it's just a overall really really good platform to to use. Yeah, sweet man. Well, I won't keep you any longer. Um, this this was great. We there's we've I think we've already identified like another five different podcast topics in there, but <laughs> we covered some basic gun safety, which is uh, which is great, and uh, yep. we've got a segue into some other into some other podcasts. But I appreciate your time, Tim. Matthew, uh, just one one last thing, if you don't mind. Uh, yep. I just want to make sure that everybody that hears this knows one thing. Um, one thing I didn't talk about, I went over the four cardinal rules of firearm safety, but there's also a condition check rule. And that is nothing more than every any time a, a firearm has been out of your direct control. In other words, you don't have your hands on it. Mm-hmm. Every time you touch it and you pick it up, you need to know the condition of that firearm. So it's it's incumbent upon the gun owner when they take control of, of a firearm to verify the condition. Is it empty? Do I have one in the chamber? Does it have a magazine in it? Just verify it because, like, again, you cannot be too safe with a firearm. That's yeah, one hundred percent. That just made that just made me think of. Um, I, we won't go. We won't deep dive into this because it'll be a long conversation, but. Did you see on the news that actor like a year or two ago that there was an actor that actually shot and killed somebody on set because he didn't know that it was the, the gun was loaded? Yeah. Um, firearm, like the guy that's in charge of the firearms for the set didn't yeah. get it. Like it, so someone yeah. like an actor straight up killed another act or actor or actress. Yeah, that 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 happened about fifteen months ago, and it was Alec Baldwin, That's and it, he, yeah. he he was just recently charged with involuntary manslaughter, and um, there now ultimately he had his he had the the pistol in his hand, so ultimately he is responsible. Yeah, and there are protocols in place that were violated by numerous people in that area. You know, they they had live ammo on the set for whatever reason. I have no idea. Um, my understanding is that the armorer on the set was fairly inexperienced, uh, um, and so there were protocols that were that were violated. Um, but ultimately, he had he had that in his direct control, yeah. and he's the one that you know. It was, it, it's a bad situation, but you know, yeah. 
but what you just mentioned is it, is, is it right there? Like you, you got to know if, if you have if that firearm's been in a safe or been wherever exactly. for hours or a couple of days, and then you're arriving to to the set to to do your acting. Or I don't know how these things really go down, but I'm sure once that firearm's in his hands, like he's responsible to identify it and to know like what's the state of that gun is it loaded is there a magazine is there anything in the chamber like is it working is the safe like all of the things right that that you got to do that yep yep people uh, you know people people become complacent and lackadaisical around firearms and you know it's just that that's when bad things happen so ultimately he he is the one that pointed it and pressed the trigger so yeah wow but that just goes to show again that that rule, what you just, the last rule that you just gave there, is is yep, the, so important. Yep, the condition check rule. But uh, well, listen, I, I appreciate the opportunity to join you. I hope that uh, hope your podcast continues to grow. And I yeah, look forward to our awesome. next lesson. I, I appreciate this. This was really good. I'll shoot you a text um, for to get together for our for our next lesson. And uh, you have a good day, and I'll see you soon. Thank you, Matthew. Be safe. All right, bud. Bye. Bye.